Hey guys, what's up? My name's Jay Nanfito. Welcome back to another episode of the MPU Podcast. I'm here, joined by one of my college roommate and friends, Nicholas Arborio. How we doing, my man? I am doing fantastic today, Jack. Oh man, probably better than me right now. I'm freaking sweating <laughs> putting up this uh, setup here. Uh, last minute, a couple changes to the MPU podcast. We now have a studio. Just kidding. We're here. <laughs> We're here in my, uh, you know, studio, humble abode, whatever you'd like to call it. And this is another episode of the MPU podcast, man. I'm ha- happy to have you here. Um, talk a little bit to my network. Talk to you know, some people that, um, you know, in my program this past couple of weeks. And it's been cool working with you again. And, you know, obviously we're college roommates, so it was pretty cool uh you know, bringing you onto my network and people that I'm established with now. So yeah, man, I'm happy to have you here, dude. Thanks for coming. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. A pleasure. Meanwhile, well, I absolutely am drenched in sweat. <laughs> Jay has been running around like a madman out here, <laughs> trying to set this up here. You should have seen the amount of oh, steps man. he got in a short five minutes. I while wish we were, you could see like here. actually what I put into this. Like there's cords everywhere. I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> But shout out to the Miami Heat. We did it, man. Heat and seven. Um, shout out to uh, Tucker Hartman and Richie Watson up at school. Uh, I know it's a tough one for you boys. C suck. Anyways, had to get that in there. But man, thanks for coming, Nick. I appreciate you uh, joining the NPU podcast, man, and, and uh, getting a chance to come on, talk to my network, talk to, you know, obviously, like I said, I uh, wanted to go over a little bit about your career, like who you are, and just kind of let you take it away from there, man. Like, give a brief little intro to our our audience man yeah um i mean first of all th- thanks for having me oh, it, course, it, we've been talking about this for for some time now and you know it's finally to see it fruitate now so yeah man yeah um, for sure it's it's been a long time coming i mean nick has been my friend now for the past four years so it's like getting to work with you and like having your influence on my program really you know has been huge for me and i appreciate you coming on uh, talking to some of my athletes and stuff like that that I work with um, with MPU athletes. So, you know, I had Nick on, uh, what was it, about a week, two weeks ago. It was like two uh, weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago. Talked to my athletes and, um, you know, I'm, right, what I'm doing right now with my programs is I'm hosting like network networking sessions. So I'm inviting people like yourself, people who were collegiate athletes um, and you know, having them meet, meet my people who I work with and who I help with the marketing aspect of things. So I wanted to, you know, talk to you specifically because, you know, I wanted to get your background so my audience can know first who you were, you know, what you did in, in school and uh, what you studied and what sport you were in. So take it away. Yeah. So um, I'm originally from Berlin, Connecticut, still live in Berlin, Connecticut, but um, I basically started out at going to Western New England, uh, to 2017. Yeah, 2017 yep. was when we graduated the fall high school. Of 2017. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, went to Western New England where I met Jay. Uh, did four years there, and then two grad years, which both me and Jay just graduated from the M- MBA program there, which is fantastic. Shout out WNE. Shout out WNE. Um, but yeah, at Western New England, I was a wrestler. I wrestled all. Five years, five years on the wrestling team because of the extra year of eligibility. And um, yeah, I finished off my career a two time All American, three time Scholar All American, uh, three time captain of the wrestling team, and um, a few other cool awards here and there. But um, it was really the athletics that, that really, you know, really kicked off in college. And everything else followed, followed very nicely as yeah, far man. as school and, you know, 
academics. So it was awesome, awesome place to be. Yeah, I couldn't say you know I couldn't say much more about it, man. My experience at Western New England was was awesome, and it was cool to have you be a part of that journey, man. Like, yeah. um, you know, I I wanted to come on have more of a casual conversation tonight because obviously we've been friends for four years, and people yeah. really don't know like <laughs> the background and. <laughs> after this people still won't know some of the background <laughs> to that friendship but like yeah. you know i wanted to bring you on because you're someone who really inspired me while we were in our college experience you know obviously we lived together from sophomore year of college you know through our junior end of junior year you know obviously got cut short by covid a little bit and uh you know we were back home back in march um so it was you know obviously awesome to go through that experience with you man like you were someone that I was coming up, you know, in my own college experience and you really guided me as far as what I had to do to, you know, athletically, you know, mentally, um, when we were on the field, like it was always, you know, you weren't in football. So it was, it was different. It was, it was, I got to look up to you because you were doing what you did in wrestling. So it was, you know, cool to work with you there and, and get to share that experience with you while you were developing and coming up yourself so yeah um ultimately that's that's really why i wanted to have you on man like to to share some of those stories of like what we did together like the nights we were grinding like you know i want to highlight some of that and i think that makes your story unique um but first man like talking about that career um you know you you two-time um two-time all-american right yep Yep. and then three-time you know scholar all-american so performing in the classroom was always um i'd say a strong suit of yours while we were growing up you know obviously we were in some of the same classes and we you know got to excel in the classroom together right um what was that like for you as a wrestler in a d3 program you know going through a i would say a more you know prestigious business school and you know with all of our accreditations we had to live up to a certain standard what was that like being in your shoes at the time at western new england you know going through everything and and still achieving all that academic success yeah um you know it's really funny you know you never really know where the journey takes you and I think um so I started out my freshman year I don't know if you remember this was but a civil engineer and um no I actually don't I actually know I do remember because I was on the fourth floor yeah yeah. I do remember (laughs) when you switched to business yeah 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 I'll, I'll get to that part so I started out as a civil engineer and realized very fast that I just like did not have the brain, you know, not that I didn't have the brain for it, but it, I just realized it came a lot quicker to other people. Yeah. And, um, I don't think I really truly understood what, you know, civil engineering really was prior. Yeah. And, um, maybe that was a, a lack of knowledge on my part when I first joined, uh, the school. Sorry, we have squeaky chairs. Yeah. yeah we do podcast. have some squeaky chairs, <laughs> but, um, yeah, started out as a civil engineer and, you know, kind of went through a few stages in a few semesters where it was like, I really don't know what I want to do. And um, ended up going into psychology because I thought it was very interesting to learn because I, I ended up having a psychology course my, my freshman year, first semester. Yeah. I don't know why, but um, had a psychology uh, class and really liked learning about it. And um, this towards my sophomore year, this is when we started living with each other. And I remember I was coming up towards the end of the semester where I really had to decide, like, my, my full-on major, like, yeah. what I'm going to graduate in. Right. And 
And I remember telling you, I we were it was right after classes one day, and we were picking our courses. And I remember just thinking, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I love psychology, but like, what am I going to do after college? And yeah, you know, um, you know, shout out to all the psychology majors. It's a lot of schooling to get through it. But I was kind of thinking, I'm like, um, I don't know if I want to do four more years after this, and this, that, and that. Yeah, and I never forget it. You looked at me one day, and you go, you know, like you like psychology, right? And I'm like, yeah. And you go, wait, what'd you say? You go, I said, I, th- I said something around the lines of, you like, psych- you like psychology and you like applying it to real world stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about marketing or management or something like that? Because exactly. Exactly. At yeah. the time, like when you were looking for programs and stuff, like, you know, I was going through the marketing program at Western New England. So yep. it was, but I, I also started my own journey as an undecided freshman. So it was like, I had yeah. to find that happy medium of what I liked in business. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you guided that. And I remember just like looking into and being like, oh my God, this is like what I've been missing this whole time. Like, you know, I like socializing with people and, you know, I I think psychology is awesome, but um, I didn't think there was any route where I could apply it the way I could in business. Right. And, um, you know, once you kind of put that on my radar, I was like, oh my God, like, let's go through with this. And, you know, honestly, the best decision I ever made. And um, I, I love it. It's yeah, it's cool. Now, so. Like just knowing that that was kind of like what influenced that at the yeah. time is that's a cool story. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like to sit back and look on it. But I like remember yeah. those days. And then yeah, our first couple days in sophomore year, you were coming in. You're like, wow, like I actually really love business. And yeah. then like before you know it, it turns into classes with PowerPoints and classes with Excel and. Before you know it, we were in a lot of the classes together. Yeah, most of them, yeah. Which was kind of crazy how, like, you came in undecided. I came in undecided. I was obviously taking core classes, but you caught right up. And that was, yeah. that's what I thought was pretty cool is, like, a lot of your, you know, your journey was a lot of the same that was mine in, yeah. in undergrad. So it was pretty cool going through that experience, like, together and, like, having those classes because there was a lot of late nights where, you know, we were grinding, dude, like, I remember it, bro. We would look at each other like bug-eyed at like 2 a.m. Be like, what do we do? Like, we were like looking at, like, it was crazy. I, I remember those nights. And like, but I feel like a lot of that translated to like a professional career, though. Like, both of us, you know, I would say work pretty hard in our field. And um, if you guys hear birds in the background, yes, I have a window open because I was hot as hell. So, <laughs> sorry. It got Still a little sweat. steamy here in the MPU podcast. <laughs> It's like a sauna in here. It's like a sauna, yeah, man. Which, that's a pretty dope story. He actually has a sauna in his I do, basement, yeah. which is like, that's sick. But yeah, anyways, I have a nice old dojo basement. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about <laughs> wrestling and, and just what yeah. you came up with and how you, because this kid's an animal. Um, short and simple, though, like, yeah, going through that academic, like, success with you and then going past and, and pursuing, you know, our NBA together, which was pretty freaking sick right yeah like, obviously like me and nick went our own routes after junior year which i still to this day I'm a, was a little upset to do because obviously it's my boy um yeah. and you know it was definitely hard going our own separate ways but i think for the for the better we got to really dial in with both of our teams and like teammates and i think like a lot of real friendships and relationships got to come out of that yeah. and i think that was like one of the most like cool things about western new england was that it was such a small school, but we all had like the same friend group, so we would always see each other out. We would 
always, you know, every football game there, you'd see everybody you probably know. And yeah. Same thing with wrestling. People go watch wrestling. People go watch basketball. It's, you know, a small little crowd in a sense, and you're building that, mm-hmm. like, camaraderie with everybody. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, especially with, like, the athletics, like, at the school. That's, that's one thing that I thought was really awesome is, like, everyone knew each other and everyone like i remember just walking down the hall to practice and like you know even just the baseball kids and just the football kids yeah, like yeah everybody you know, willing to like you know yeah. you know give you a, a little high five on your way into the gym or oh, yeah same with the football team too oh, it's yeah. like walking you guys out to practice and yeah. saying like hell yeah like i mean I let's think, get it yeah that was one of the coolest things about going to a D3 yeah. school like that was like we didn't have we didn't have a we didn't have frats we didn't have like the greek life we didn't we didn't really do that so like our sports teams in a sense I don't want to say we're the frats, but they were like the the small camaraderies that would, you know, join together. But it was cool because yeah. like everybody was under Western New England, so it was like, you know, we all had that one goal is to to win to win for Western New England, yeah. which you did a lot of in your in your day, man. Like, hey, so did you guys? <laughs> I mean, you guys over had, there in the football team were <laughs> we, a yeah, lot to, we, a lot of shoes to fill. We there. Definitely had uh, a lot of years of success both yeah. you know, both teams. Shout out to Jeff Sullivan. Yeah, Jeff Sullivan. This is the, the, this is the, uh, the third podcast, and I'm waiting for him to hit me up because yeah. I know that he'll listen to it and he'll hear it in every single one. The but man. Shout out to that guy, man. That dude literally instilled every little last... Like, he brought out every last ounce of you as an athlete. And I'd say, you knew it as a wrestler. I knew yeah. it as a football player. Like, every day was business with him. Yeah. And that's what I think kind of shaped me as I moved into a professional career was... Every day is business, man. Doesn't matter yeah. how you conduct yourself. It's you know what what's going on around you. You know how are you bettering yourself from a from a everyday life perspective, building good habits, right? Like I think he brought the best out of us. Yeah, and I really want to shout out Nick Connell too. Nick Honestly, Connell the whole too, yeah, man, for the, sure. the whole CPC squad. So um, yep. it was that COVID year. I remember looking for a gym, and you know. I was fortunate that they took me in and yeah. the workouts that they would put me through. Oh my God. Like literally brought me next levels as far oh, yeah. as strength and speed. And yeah, yeah, yeah they owe a ton to those guys and you know, all they gave me and even my athletic, um, like my social media platforms, they helped me out with and media, you know, Kayla too. Shout out Kayla. Kayla Kebner. That's uh, Kebner Creative, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Creative. Shout out to her. Oh, she's, my God. She's talented, man. Check her out. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen her stuff, you know, as, as from, like, a media perspective. And she's yeah. got good stuff, man. Go check her out. So the, uh, all, the, all those peeps up there in Mass really helped me out and really build my own brand at, yeah. as an athlete towards that tail end and really figure out, like, all right, this is my story, you yeah. know? How are we going to tell it? And yeah, they helped me tell it. That's cool, man. And so I thought that it was pretty cool, like you know in a sense from even my own business perspective like as far as like my production company went like you were one of the first athletes that i ever attempted to you know do media production with so i got to see how you moved like from your perspective right like wrestling is completely different from football like as far as just it's such an individualized sport there it's just you and that other person right like football it's it's you and 11 uh, and you and 10 other guys on that field and that's uh you know something that was different but i feel like we all shared that same just like mentality and it was winning the day winning the rep whatever you were doing right and yeah you were doing that that whole time while you're at school it was pretty cool no 100 yeah. percent. and like um i think a lot of it is individualistic like such an individual individualistic sport but yeah. at the same time like 
you know that team aspect to it. You, you can't lose that, oh, lose yeah, sight of that. Man. Yeah, dude. You know nothing, nothing beats being being out there with your boys oh, and for sure. Man. You know like, if they win, you you win. If they lose, you lose. So there's days, man. I feel like we were preparing for like war, bro. War. Like, going into that locker room, it was like we were ready. You know what I mean? And yeah. that was like. I got to experience that in high school too, but it was completely different in college, man. Yeah. Completely different. And I, I know everybody that's going to be listening to this is going to feel that sort of just like what I'm feeling right now. It's like that, those almost like those goosebumps that are like, you knew it was that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, speaking of that time for you though, like you stepped out on the mat and, and you did a lot with your career, man. Um, you know, just to give the audience a little background, you, you know, you finished seventh in the country for you know, the NCAA tournament, your grad year, right? Yeah, and grad then, year. Um, first year grad year. First, yeah. So NBA year, he, he finished seventh. And, you know, year before that, though, you know, the unfortunate story and tale of the COVID year and, and what happened there, um, you know, you were out on that mat, national championship, like ready to go, national tournament. Um, and they, they canceled it right right then and there, right? Um, yeah. You know, from, coming from a from – a, your perspective right like it was your this was junior year right the end of junior year before we at right before we moved out of our house yeah at that time so like go take take this audience through that what that was like for you i know it's an uncomfortable topic yeah. but you know i think one of the most important things is i like to highlight every story right like yeah. all the ups and downs in in your journey um and Tell the audience a little bit about like what that was like for you having to go through that. Yeah, um, yeah, that was nuts. You know, I never think anything like that could happen. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was on uh, you know having a really good season my junior. Year. Like just I don't know what it was. What was in the water yeah. that year? But it was just nothing was stopping me that well, that season. Yeah, yeah. You yeah started just, at thirty three, right? Yeah, I started at thirty three. Went so. the weight weight class one thirty three. Yeah. Just you know, it was like, all right, we're going to get down to 25 and we're going to beat everyone. Like, yeah. literally just beat everyone. Um, and, yeah, you were living with me at the time. So you were saying it was locked in. And, yeah. you know, we had a wonderful team that year. Some, you know, returning national champs and just being around those guys and living with those guys and, you know, just seeing them and how they do. It was like, all right, you want this too. Shout out John Boyle. Yeah, shout out John Boyle and Ryan Montero. And Ryan gonna, Montero. Yeah. But even the whole team in general, though, they were phenomenal. Like Justin Delusha and, dude, and a whole your bunch whole of squad was a bunch of good dudes, man. Yeah, yeah, we were we were killers. You guys were all locked in together. Yeah, and that's what made it a lot easier. You know, back to that team aspect yeah. is you know just being with those guys and seeing what they're doing, right. and building off each other just yeah. to make each other better. And right. um, yeah, so we were you know I, I came off for you know one regionals, beat yep. the number one kid in the nation uh, for the second time, but this time it is. He beat him up, you know. Um, awesome kid, though. Awesome, awesome kid. And um, you know, we were going into nationals two seed. It was a two seed, and I just remember feeling ready to go. Like I, I had that feeling. It was like you're not leaving here unless you're yeah. a national champ. Like, and you know, I'm not saying I haven't had that feeling before, but it was like, you know, you, you're, you're doing it, you know. And uh, that's when you really started to believe. I mean, I, it was just a belief aspect too. You you mixed I, that in there. It was like you almost see it. Well, you, you and feel Ryan, it. you and Ryan were on the same just sort of mentality. It was like built off each yeah, other. It yeah. was kind of crazy to to see from a from an outside perspective, right? Like I wasn't a wrestler, but I lived with 
three wrestlers actually. Shout yeah. out to Simmy. <laughs> yeah, Simmy. Uh, he would, you know, all of you guys are wrestling, and seeing the mentality of you guys was just like, dude, it really opened up my eyes to just how to how you guys were training, what you're putting your bodies through day in and day out, and you guys, I knew that year. Obviously, we could say hypotheticals. But yeah, dude, hypotheticals. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the year, man. I remember just so how like determined you were that year. Yeah. And, uh, it was cool to see that from a different sport because I felt empowered through my own journey through that. So yeah. Once you were there, you know, talk like what what you know what happened. Yeah. So we were. I was literally on the treadmill getting my last workout and getting the last bit of weight off. It was coming off really good. Um, other two guys I was with they um their weight was off so they were chilling in the hotel room and I had this message this notification pop up on my phone saying all NCAA events are canceled due to COVID I remember saying like you know this is a joke like there's no way someone someone's messing with me here so finished up my workout went up to the room and um I could just see the look on some of the wrestlers faces like they were just moping around and I'm yeah. like that's not a weight that's not a weight cut kind of face you know right and, um, you know, they, they kind of just looked at me and were like shaking their heads. And I was like, oh, no. And like went to the room and uh, one of my buddies was there and he was like, dude, did you see it? I'm like, that's not real, is it? He goes, let's call in the NCA. So we called in the NCA and literally got like wow. two headquarters on the wow. phone. And they were like, crazy. Yeah, they were this like. Was, this was when you were, say that again, so you were in the, on the map. You did. Not on the mat no, yet. No, 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 no. no this Not was like the, the right, bo- the day before, okay. the night before, okay, literally. Okay. Night before. So you're in the yeah. room, and damn, you called the NCAA. I didn't. Know I, that, I literally actually. called <laughs> into the headquarters, wow. like got them on the phone. And they were like, "Hey, I hate to break it to you, but yeah, this is true. All NCAA events, D one, D two, everything." And I remember just like, yeah. I it, honestly, I, I don't want to say like my heart dropped. It, it just like you didn't. You didn't know how to feel about it. You yeah, know, it was just one of those things like you don't news, know how to react. The news didn't even drop yet, technically. Technically, right? no. Because met, a lot of the people didn't really know that yet. Yeah, right? like, like it was literally just hitting the news, and I think this all the events so that was like the first thing that they did away with. Yeah, so then. Everyone knew COVID was a thing, but like no one really knew it was like that serious oh, until yeah. that. No one did, dude. Like that was one of the craziest things. But yeah. then, like, so then the next day, like leading up, like. You guys went and warmed up, right? Like no, you know? no, that was it. We uh, hopped on a plane the next day. Literally hopped on the plane the next day. Um, you know, spent some time with you know the few the wrestlers yeah. and the coaches and. So that moment, so for the audience, that that moment, from what I remembered, I thought you guys were warming up, getting ready. No, I was mistaken on that. It's crazy. So you found yeah. out the the night before, and that's when you said everyone was just in that like monotone. Just yeah. Everybody you knew in the in the you know in your division, other divisions, like you said, it had obviously had everybody like a rock. And I think that was the hard part about it. Yeah, it wasn't that my like my year was ended. Honestly, what hurt more was those senior kids, like yeah. all the seniors and people I were close with that were seniors, and you know yeah. my opponents that were seniors. Right. I just remember thinking like, oh my god, like yeah. that is their last shot to do. The one thing that they'd always wanted to do, whether it's all American, yeah. just go out there and just wrestle, or even just be a national champion like that, that was yeah. just taken away. And yep. I think that was the hardest part about it, yeah. you know, knowing those kids never got a shot. <laughs> yeah, you know? man. I mean, 
from our perspective, like we had obviously our next season was completely canceled at the time. Like, yeah. um, you know, from my perspective, like how it happened for us was, you know, we were practicing with masks on and obviously yeah. that was like everybody was doing that. Right. So it was like practicing with masks on. That was one of the craziest things ever. Just like so hard to breathe with that. Oh thing my on. God. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure you guys had to deal with some of the same thing. Like, oh yeah. Having to like do all that was just nuts. But like, like once it like once we found out like more and more time was passing and we were supposed to play games but we 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 didn't end up playing any games so the way it happened was they told us like all right we're gonna have a season and then it went to we had three games right they said all right we're gonna play a modified schedule then it went down to three games then it was two then one then it ended up being an inner squad scrimmage because that's all we could do at the time and our whole season yeah. canceled. So it was like, ours was like a slow, dramatic pain where I feel like yours was like, all right, flip the script, you know? But obviously yeah. it was, yeah, there there's was so some... much, there's the same pain there, right? Oh, like, 100%. But like, things no matter but what. But like yeah. in the same sense too, it was like, ours was gradually like. And ours was ripping off the band-aid. Yeah, yours yeah, was yeah, like, just... rip off the band-aid, it's over. Yeah. You know? And I think that was like, for me, it was like so hard, like, coming from like i was you know obviously my our senior year too and yeah you know we wanted that season so bad because we knew we knew with those guys in that locker room that we were we had we had a squad man. Yeah. we were we were going out we knew we were we were putting in work everybody was it, it was top to bottom at the you know our roster is huge top to bottom everybody was working you know ones twos threes the the scout players everybody was working for that season yeah and uh you know part of what I wanted to highlight in this podcast episode, in a sense, was just some of that. And I know there's people out there that can relate to that. I know there is. And from what, you know, my story turned into was, you know, I wasn't satisfied with that. I, and I know you weren't either because we both came back for grad school, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, in a sense, right, wasn't just to, to play ball. The, obviously, the opportunity was there. We had, you know, obviously great circumstances with Western New England. Shout out to their grad program for what they did for us but that being said it put us in a tough spot man like we wanted to keep continuing our career and we also obviously grad school is expensive you know and, and like that opportunity was there they gave us eligibility and say it was good about that but you know you came back you had that opportunity and obviously i, I cut a career short to an injury and, and that's it man that, we life moves on you know um but yeah like that that kind of story is just crazy in general. Like what you guys had to go through, just finding out you guys were in what Iowa at the time. Yeah, Iowa, Cedar Rapids. Uh, yeah, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Imagine just being out in a in a basically. You guys were like almost in a bubble, right? Because you guys Pretty were much, all yeah. in, all in the same hotels, right? Everyone, yeah. yeah. And that that was the argument too. It was that side to it, like so like everybody could test. We're here, <laughs> yeah, we're here, you know. But like it was so, so new at the time. There's no nothing, no signs yeah. out, no vaccine, nothing like that. So uh, it was just a weird time, but, but besides COVID, I, I don't even want to talk about that anymore because uh, I don't want this shit to get flagged. So. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. anyways, um, <laughs> regardless, um, what a career though. Coming back that last season, you know, I, I, what I wanted to highlight was just talking about taking that next step in your life, right? That grad year, I think you took that next step in your life, right? You didn't obviously finish where you wanted to and i know that was something that we talked about and how you came to a close in your career that you were 
so like satisfied with right but also yeah you still in a sense where you had to bite your lip a little bit but you you felt good with where you were right yeah what was that like your last grad year coming up you know the training all of it get into the nitty-gritty i want to know about your weight cuts i want to know about oh, everything oh, that that literally pulled your last living nerve dude tell about that last year oh man okay we're gonna be here a while <laughs> <laughs> now I, I think um one of the big things that i came to terms with after you know that the whole thing happened was you know of course it took a, a few weeks you know, not off, but like, you know, it was still on the mat, still working out, yeah. but like, you know, some time to like recoup and realize like, okay, you know, what's next? You know, they, they kept saying like, oh, this will be cleared up for next year. This will be cleared up for next year. And, you know, I, I, I did what I, what I do yeah. best. I, I, I put the nose in the grindstone and, yeah. you know, just kept moving, just kept moving, finding ways to wrestle. And did you uh, at any point doubt that? Doubt, oh, doubt of course. The- doubt the future of like really what was to come oh, of so, course like, unknown. of course and especially like um honestly to, to kind of play into what you said about like the gradual burn and like you yeah. know like them like you know like okay we're gonna do this and then yeah. now we're gonna do this i i think that was more um that was t- that was kind of taxing because they kind of n- not in general i think the whole thing you know whether it was the news whether it was there was just so much uncertainty everywhere, oh, yeah. you know, that, like, I, I think that was kind of taxing. Yeah. But, um, you know, just being around some people that really were like, dude, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know, they don't stop, don't stop. And, you know, just believing in those people and what they're telling me to do. 100%. That's what kind of really got me through that part of it. Yeah. And um, I remember we were at work one day and, you know, I remember just thinking, I'm like, there's no way based on where we're at now that we're going to have a season next year. And we're getting a call, them saying like, "Hey, look, um, you know, we're we're they're not having a season next year." And I remember sitting at work like, "Oh my god, like there it is, you know, there it is." Yep. Kept going, you know, kept moving, kept getting back to work. Still gotta grind. Regardless. Still gotta grind. Like yeah. yeah, there there was no way you were stopping me, you know. Like um, you know, it was just like okay, let's talk to friends, the family, the coaches. Um, there is no year. What are we gonna do afterwards? Yeah. And um. You know, just the opportunity presented with the MBA program, and I, realistically, you know, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do yet, and um, it was super cool to get presented with that opportunity because yeah, I was never like the most studious kid, and I, I did well in school. You know, don't yeah. get me wrong. Well, but, I think we were right around the same. Like, I mean, I, we yeah. were at like that three point two, three point three, say maybe a three point five if we were pulling off a good semester or something like that. Yeah, no four point but. You know, we were we were grinding hard. I actually you know? had one sneak in. Did you last really? la, uh, last oh, two semesters? Yeah. My pardon me. Pardon <laughs> Heck yeah. Four to end it, man. That's that's no. Dope. It took a long way to get there, yeah, but um. Man, that's awesome, man. Yeah. My apologies. He was a four <laughs> student. No. Um, uh, but <laughs> damn, dude, <laughs> made me feel like shit about myself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, but regardless, yeah. Um, you know, I pulled a 3.5 in grad school and and that was cool like yeah getting to study with you man it was it was cool to see how your brain worked my brain worked differently and that's the cool part about it it. cool part about it like yeah that's why we're sitting here to get it today dude and that's that's one of the cool things yeah but um but yeah you know grad school presented itself and it was just almost like hey you know like that's an opportunity you may not get you know two four ten years down the road so might as well just jump on it and um just made sense too so no matter if that season were to happen or not, I would have been ready to go for the following season. And that was kind of like the talk too, is like, 
you know, they, they gave the double eligibility. So even if I, we did have a season the following year or uh, my senior year, yeah. we still would have had eligibility for that last year. So it was almost Makes like, sense. hey, look, that's two years, you know, to maybe become a three-time All-American. Right. You never know. And, um, you know, although they gave us that call and said, like, hey, you know, it's going to be canceled. I remember thinking, like, hey, there may still be some opportunities. So, yeah. You never um, give up hope. Yeah, you never give up hope. And yeah. that was the one thing I, I did very well is never give up hope. Of course, there was those moments where yeah. you take five minutes, you know, be angry. Yeah. But you get back to work after. That, that's it. That you leave yourself five minutes. Yeah, man. That was it. I would say that was one of the things that yeah. you taught me <laughs> was, like, taking that moment for yourself to recuperate, right? Like Yeah, think. For me, my ending of my career was such in a blink of an eye right like yeah and i know there's going to be some people that listen to this that can relate to that um i didn't have time to think about that right like i yeah. still am still to this day even though i'm so comfortable with where my career ended up and, and what i'm doing now still to this day makes me uncomfortable you know what yeah. i mean just how things didn't end the way i wanted them to right but yeah. it turned into an opportunity and a journey that to be quite honest with you i wasn't ready for yeah and looking at where i'm at now i'm so grateful for what i went through that year right yeah like there was nights you know dude i was going through the nba with my torn pec thinking that there was still hope like if i went through physical therapy like i could recuperate and but no it didn't it didn't happen you know yeah. and and um I have I still to this day struggle with strength in it. Like I, you know, I still have limitations. There's, there's still things that I need to do every single day to be able to perform athletically, be able to do anything. Like I have to stay loose. I have to do all this stuff. You know, we laid and, it out on the line, though. You know, right? I, you know, I did, and it was you know two days before my training camp, and that was that was it. Boom, like that was it, dude. And I never looked back as far as you know what that dude. I went to every single practice that year. Every oh, single practice, every single game, knowing that my career was over. Right? Yeah. And I sat there, and I sometimes, dude, I would just get in my car after and take a long drive home and just, I'd ball my eyes out, bro. So yeah, it was no, one of the that's, hardest that's hard. things ever, dude. Accepting to go that's hard, was yeah. just accepting that, you know? Yeah. But I think there's so much that, like, good that came out of that. Makes you know? you are, yeah. It makes me who, who I am today, right? Like, after that life-changing moment, is who I am today, right? Um, and I think some of the journey that I want to highlight is who you are today, like yeah. what you're doing with your life, what you're doing with your career now. You know, you went through all those things and, and, you know, obviously you learned a lot, right? How has wrestling in general for you, trans like how has wrestling for you um, helped translate some of the lessons into your career and what you're doing today? Yeah, I, I think... Um Truthfully, actually, a lot of that had to do with my, my last year is when it really started to come together. And um, I feel like you never really know how much your athletic career really has so much to do after life until you, you reach that point. Yeah. And, um, you know, when all that stuff happened, just putting my nose in the grindstone, just going after it. And um, I, I think one of the things I did very well my last year is leave no stone unturned. And it was never that moment where it was like, Okay, you're you're dwindling down. You're dwindling down. I, I ramped it up, you know, yeah. towards the end. And yep. I think doing that over and over again on a day in day out, even like yeah. an hourly minute, even a minute, minute like down to the minute. Yeah. You know, being so disciplined in the things I did, whether being it was precise. what I ate, 
precise, very, you know, whether it was my weight cut, you know, what I was eating, my workouts, what I was doing during my workouts, talking to my coaches, figuring out better ways to do things and always constantly improving. Yeah. And, um, just getting down to those nitty gritties. And I think because I did that, it just becomes so ingrained in me over time. time, And I I was doing it while, you know, I was young too, you know, since I was a very young age, you know, I've been wrestling since first grade and been doing it over and over again, but it wasn't until that year where it was like, Oh, we're like, it's almost like, uh, muscle memory. Yeah. You know, just brain wise. Routine. Yeah. Just routine. Like Like whether it was what time I woke up for bed or, you know, even just when I went to sleep. A good routine. Yeah. <laughs> what time I brushed, it, was, it got pretty bad sometimes. I, I have a little bit of OCD, so it was like sometimes like, um, you know, how I brush my teeth. And if one thing was off, it'd be like, oh, my God, you know, then the world. But then you'd have to calm yourself down and be well, like, all right, come on, man. Like, that's like the, there was a lot of that, dude. Minuscule I, saw, I saw it when we lived together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we were living together, like, you would tell, you would write, like, little, like, affirmations and stuff. Affir- and yeah, would, right. And you'd follow them and stuff, and, like, I saw it, and you were you were living life by code. And I think, yeah. I think that's a good way to live, right? Like, having discipline, yeah. um, you know, and, and some of those workouts, man, those were, there, there were some rough days when, like, <laughs> yeah. back in school. Like, for the audience that's listening, like, I've never seen, like, someone suffer. I've never seen, <laughs> like, I've never seen like in person like suffrage right but what a wrestler goes through when they are cutting weight is damn near i'd say in my opinion suffrage almost because there's certain things that you need to force yourself to do right in order to cut weight in order to make it right because it's it's first of all frowned frowned upon right if you come in way overweight or overweight oh yeah you wouldn't be able to wrestle technically in that weight class correct nope never never miss weight right that's it that's your first opponent is (laughs) is a scale scale. so what was that like man what were you what was going through your head i will never forget it you came home one night and you were eating mints we you were eating mints right because it was it was just something associating that, yeah it was just something to like get it and you little water little water and you're right there just about to make weight and then you made weight and then you eat you know, obviously whatever you need to but yeah what is that like going through that moment right when your head and you're like point two point three off as weird as it sounds it's kind of calming really it's like um you get what you need and it's like you, you got to think straight through it you yeah. know you there's there's no time where you could divvy off and eat, okay, I, I can eat like three pieces of bread or, you know, just like stuff you shouldn't be eating in, you know, a, right. as an athlete in general. Right. And that discipline. Yeah. It's discipline. And yeah. it was just like in that moment, like you, you just think, okay, what do I need right now? How can I keep most of my energy without disposing a lot of energy? Mm-hmm. Um, what's going to help me do this as efficiently as possible? And it, like yeah. towards the end of it, it was like a science, you yeah. know? During it so long. Were some of your coaches, like, during that time, like, talking you through that science? Like, or were you really just diving in and doing what worked for you? I kind of be So, every, everybody's different, you know? Yeah, everybody's um, bodies are different. Every, everyone's bodies are different. And, that. you know, I, I Which, think it was... by the way, this kid's freaking jacked. And he's, <laughs> looks like he's in season <laughs> form, dude. Like, it's kind of crazy. All right. But, um... But yeah, it was like my sophomore year where I really started diving into it and I struggled with weight growing up and, you know, I maybe cut a little bit too much weight than I probably should have, but... Yeah, that was part of the learning Yeah, process. it was the learning process and it was like my sophomore year where it was really like, okay, 
you want to be down at this weight. This is where you're going to succeed. But at yeah. the same time, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Yeah. And that's when I kind of, I don't want to say nerd it out, but kind of really just went down the rabbit hole to figure out what works best With for my science. body. Yeah. Like what, what, what I can do. And, yeah. um, you know, towards the tail end, I could honestly say I, I actually ate more while I was cutting weight yeah. than I was when I wasn't. Wow. Um, I think a lot of it was I was burning off a lot yeah. and you know working out like In a madman. You need the fuel. Too, it's, yeah, it's just different. Like uh, oh yeah. I mean, for football, I, I cut down from two hundred seven to by the end of the season I was one ninety two. So it was like that for me. I was sucked out. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I was like, wow, I look skinny right now. But like you, you were doing it on a weekly basis, weekly basis. Oh, weekly, like, yeah. What would you fluctuate from usually, like when you were fighting at thirty three, and then when you were twenty five? Ooh. What was your fluctuation? Um, you're talking like senior you, year or, well, cause I, I grew a little bit like throughout the time, okay, you know, whether so it's getting yeah, muscle senior year, that was probably my biggest cut. So yeah. I was, um, walking around like 142, 141. Yep. Um, and like I said, like clockwork, just like I had it down to a sign to make them 125 was, yeah. it was hard a few times. And obviously if I were to do it a full season, I, I'd obviously have a little bit more issues, but, yeah. um, you know, my coaches really did a good job at you know, helping me through that and my partners, oh my God, my partners, Yeah. you know, to just like, let me just do my thing, wrestle, yep. get the weight off. Like they, they were troopers. Everyone was phenomenal cool. helping me get, get to where I need to go. And yeah, yeah. I don't recommend that to everyone. You know, I, I think, um, I was just one that I always, my coaches always said it like, you shouldn't be cutting weight. It's of course like a pound or two is, is good, but, yeah. um, you should be you know, sitting somewhere that you're comfortable, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was just one of the, the few kids where they, they trusted to do it, you so know? you didn't really have to do it as much in college. Yeah, you had to, but, like, you weren't doing those serious, serious No, 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 no. No garbage bags. Yeah, none of, none of that. Like that. No, no. I, I was to, never doing audience, that bad. yes. I prefaced this conversation with <laughs> something that sounded extreme. It no. wasn't like you were, like, killing yourself, but it was literally, like, you know, I would see you in the sauna, grinding, grinding, and that was a lot of the wrestlers. Yeah, grinding, vo volunteer suffrage. Yeah, volunteer, volunteer but like you were doing it for a purpose, though. <laughs> oh you know, yeah, I had 100%. every move was calculated, which you taught me that growing up, and it was yeah. like every move was calculated for your wrestling, and then now it's transforming to every, yeah. move, every move is calculated in your professional career. Oh, 100%. and I saw that. Like we went to a networking event together, and you know, Nick is a you know good friend of mine, obviously, and was like, "Come down with me and just see what it's like." And now, you know, I found my financial advisor out of that meeting. I found potential, you know, clients out of that meeting, and a lot came from it in one session, right? Yeah, stuff like you're doing now, right? Like I'm t trying to teach my athletes that I work with is these are the types of connections you got to be making right like if you want to excel in your career it's a, you it's not about it's not always about what you do it's about who you know and, and how you can maneuver those relationships and and making those connections right yeah so that's something that i'm trying to stress to my athletes right now because i feel like that's an important you know topic important that a lot of young athletes and a lot of college athletes understand the importance of making connections because you can be the greatest player on the field if you can't communicate with somebody on your team. That's how all your mistakes happen, pretty much. If you can't communicate with yourself, with your coach, with your all of that, like communications is very key into a yeah. successful career. And I think that was something that you embodied well. Yeah. Um, that's something I kind of learned throughout the years. Um, well, I, I'm actually, I, I graduated with a communication minor. 
Really? Fortunately, so I had yeah. a communications minor, and I had to drop it. I, I they almost like, made me drop it. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I grinded. I said Dude. no way and took a two summer courses yeah, to get that thing going. So, that's dope, man. I mean, I, I tried. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't. I should have, but like, I was like six credits short, and I was like, yeah, that's a lot. I don't of, that's a lot. Take of, a summer class. I knew stuff. I was doing my MBA, so it's like, yeah. All right, why not just drop it? But I learned a lot in those communications classes, though. Exactly. Was, no matter what, if yeah. you're a gravity, those are cool, cool yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, but like, all seeing all this now, like, kind of on a less, you know career topic yeah you know you see you know some of the leagues like the ufc and i know there's some guys that you probably look up to you know some that were graduated from from our school and um you know when you're looking at like a professional sport like that um what you know how does that you know there's UFC fighters that are were wrestlers there's UFC fighters that do jujitsu so it makes it entertaining to watch right when it's at that when it's at their level do you think a lot of like the most successful people that are in like the UFC and stuff like that are getting that success from the science that they have and the coaching and the training that they have or do you think you know some of these people are freak athletes i think it's a little bit of both yeah. um i i don't want to say necessarily they're freak athletes um some of them are don't get me wrong yeah um some of them just have this will to just want to win yeah. and just determined to tackle anything that's in their way and um, i think they're willing to do anything to get there find the people get the right people on the bus to get there find the right gym yeah (laughs) shout out that book good to great (laughs) love that book that was one of my favorite books yep jim collins yep Yep. we were actually talking about it the (laughs) other day fantastic that was one of my favorite books in college yeah but regardless you're saying getting the right people on the bus getting the right people on the bus that's essentially what it is and i i think um you know that just kind of just things that just fall into place when yeah, you're 100%. chasing things down like that and yeah and i think that's um, something that, that's translating here right like yeah i've considered you and always will consider you someone that was on my bus right like you yeah. we're on that bus together no matter where we go what we do we're always gonna be yeah. boys and friends and i think that's the cool thing that my audience is gonna get to hear tonight is more so of that just like i felt before like obviously i interviewed my boy tyshawn and I interviewed my old strength coach and all that, but I had to be very, you know, it was more of a business interview and, you know, obviously, and with us, I, I feel like there's that true, like, bond and friendship, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that's just cool about it and just, like, seeing our, both of our perspectives of what we went through and how yeah. we did it was, was something that I wanted to highlight in this pod because it was a journey, to, to say the least, man. Um, yeah. There's many nights that we... Grinding that out, yeah. Grinding and having fun yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean so it's just cool to see that perspective and and how we've come up together dude um one of the things i've been asking a lot of my uh guests that come on is what is your five-year goal and 10-year goal for where you are you know from where you are now you know you're 23 and yeah and when do you turn 24 again? Actually, I am 24. You are Holy 24, cow. Dude. Oh, wow, my God. <laughs> yeah, bro. I Forget like, my own age, yeah. February? Yeah, I'm you're 24 February, now. Right? Yep, or 21. 21. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, 24. You were in February, right? Birthday? Uh, March. March. March, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, yeah. Bro. Um, nice birthday, you right? You my birthday? <laughs> 
I'm literally Yo, we're boys, I promise. <laughs> no, I swear. I am literally the worst with birthdays. Nah, bro, June 30th, next month. June 30th? Yeah. Okay, I'll remember that. I'll get you a little something. Put that, put that in your calendar. <laughs> it's funny. Let's go, let's go play some golf. Yeah, yeah. I have a Speaking of now, just like the golf, man. Golf, golf, Oh, golf. my God. Don't me even get me started on the golf. golf, man. It is... We are god awful, but <laughs> <laughs> I just shot sixty and I was so proud of myself. Shot a sixty? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. For nine or nine, 18? nine, nine. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's that. I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> no. But in all, in all fairness, this is like my first like real game no, where like no mole, like no real mulligans, like didn't lose a ball, like so. <laughs> So happy and thrilled. Oh man, dude. <laughs> Do you have um, 18 birdies? Have you ever heard of that? I don't know what you're talking about. What, Download 18 birdies. This is not a promo. Download 18 birdies, dude. It's You can literally log every single round that you do, and it shows you the yardage while you're playing. And you can like join up with your boys, and you can like you could keep a scorecard on there. You could do all that. It shows you like the yardage, the distance, all that. So it's my, actually pretty my cool. boys are a little too good for me to hop in a game with them like well, that. Well, I mean, like, but it helps you understand the yeah. game and just like see the yardages and yeah. what clubs to be hitting and stuff like that. You got to come out with me, man. Like, yeah, I, you should I come out with that. me and my younger brother. I'd love to play with Anthony dude, and pick his brain. Ant he is, is an animal. Dude, he's a an tank. Animal. For for people that don't know who Anthony is, Anthony's my younger brother. Um, he is a junior in high school right now. He's in golf and football. Um, he's currently a stud in golf, stud in football too, but golf is, he's determined and narrows down, wants to go to college, right? So my program, MPU athletes, I develop people's stories, right? So something that Nick actually came up with, which is pretty cool is build your story, right? Build your story through NPU. And that kind of stuck with me because I am helping people build their stories through my creation, through my content, right? Like in a sense, we're building a story for you here, right? Like in, in the narrative that I want to bring around my programs and, and just highlight, right? Um, you kind of had that influence on it, so it's cool. But um, I'm working with Ant and just helping him develop now. So he started golf, obviously, his freshman year, and we're going year by year. We get film for him. We do, you know, I'm working on getting him some potential marketing deals moving forward as he goes into college. Like, it's all part of the process. NIL, I'm sure you've heard of NIL a little bit. That's something that I'm going to be developing for my athletes as we move forward with my program. Um, as you may know, I have a merchandise line that's connected to Nanfido Productions. So that merch is essentially what's going to be offered to them when they get to college. They have the opportunity to make sales through my company and they're going to get the profits from that. So giving them a real world opportunity that I personally didn't wasn't a part of in college but i saw the opportunity once it was available right so that was something that i wanted to offer to that college athlete we had those broke nights you know we were in the dollar general parking lot <laughs> dollar general my lord and savior tell that story bro tell that story <laughs> which, 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 the dollar general run where we were sitting or no it was yeah it was do, it was a dollar tree and we were counting our quarters. Oh, the quarter count. <laughs> I think we started to rip out the pennies. Um, I think that was the... We, had, we were broke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll preface that, right? We, yeah. we were broke. College kids. And, you know, obviously, everybody is broke when you're in college. And, um, you know, we were sitting out there counting our quarters. And 
and there was those late nights that we were looking at each other. We were like, all right, we got to do something about this, right? And now I'd yeah. say we, we found success in yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, there, there were some fun times that we got to experience while we were in college. And I was happy to be a part of it with you, man. Yeah. It was cool. Um, but back to five, ten-year goals, I, I'll let you hit those notes. Ooh, um, the five-year, ten-year goals. Um, this is something I'm still developing. So yeah. I, I just to kind of fill everyone in, I, I started working – a year ago on a sales team and awesome, awesome sales team. ADP, right? Yep. Nice. Awesome leader. Uh, Casey Phelps. He is phenomenal. And, um, you know, just all the other leaders on the team that just being around some studs, you know, when it comes to what they're doing is, is phenomenal. Culture. Culture, 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 culture. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, we learned this stuff in school. Oh yeah. It is all about your culture. And we got some really cool stuff going on there. Um, but yeah, five years down the road, um, you know, I, there's a lot of growth in this company. But I, I think one of the things I always try to keep in mind is, you know, always being open. You know, there's opportunity everywhere, and um, you know, I, I, it's so hard to put my finger on where I where I well, want to be in a five new years. Position, right? you, exactly, that's the hard part. Is right. you know, I'm so you new to it. Just a new position for those that don't. Know. Yeah, like a, like a year ago, or uh, same same well, role. You just gotta, oh, probably. yeah, it's, it's the same, basically the okay, same role. Basically just same role. yeah, yeah, yeah steps up. up yeah, bit, yeah, and that's. Hey, that's that's cool and yeah. Um, but I mean, you you want to just keep developing, right? Like exactly, I just developing and for myself, which I thought was beneficial to my future and my career. In this ten year roadmap, I don't know if I'm gonna hit everything, right? But I yeah, of course. Each year is a, is a stepping stone of where I really really want to be in ten years. So that was just something I did. But yeah, no, I, I have ideas of where I want to be. Yeah. Um, you know, just certain things that i i know i will do at some point to get there and right. even things i'm doing now and yeah. um well now you're you know you're assistant coaching for western New yeah yeah assistant coaching yeah. um helping up you know a whole bunch of athletes and yep. so you're giving back to a community you were once part of right? exactly and that is right back to my point getting the right people on the bus right that's the same thing i'm doing yeah just with my company and just how i've been maneuvering is Bringing the right people on the bus, people that have the same goals as you, right? Finding those same goals, people that have the same aspirations that want to achieve success. And if you surround yourself with success, you know, nine times out of ten, if you're doing the right things, you're going to be successful, right? And I think 100%. that's something that I'm focusing on for the next ten years is just surrounding myself with guys like you and surrounding myself with women that are, you know, empowering women and and people that are working towards a goal and, and working towards life aspirations, right? And I think that's something that you are too. So, yeah, um, you know, I'm excited to see where you go, man. It's it's uh, It's been a journey, dude, and, and I'm happy that we got to highlight some of our stories tonight and, uh, you know, get a little background on Nicholas Arborio. Yeah. Former, former roommate, former seventh-ranked... <laughs> wrestler in the country for d3 wrestling and um it's been an honor man i, I just thank yeah. you for coming out tonight man and the last time i'll tell you that so. <laughs> he will be on the pod at some point again for yeah. sure so they will figure something out dope man mpu podcast episode three nicholas arborio we talked a lot of, about a lot and uh yeah man thanks for tuning in and seeing one of my good friends that i got to grow up with thanks <laughs>